Hello and welcome to the Low Tox Life Podcast. I'm Alex Stewart, your host, and today is show 34, which I cannot believe we are approaching 50. It's amazing. Uh, I was 34 when I had my baby boy, who's now seven and a half, nearly eight. So the number 34 is something I remember. Now, today is a special show, as it always is. I'm always excited. It's always the most exciting chat I've had, isn't it? You guys know that about me. I just am very curious and I love bringing great stories to the fore. And today, I'm actually chatting to someone who I've worked with chiropractically as a patient, the wonderful Gina Martins and her colleague, Evan, who are both just such lovely people. And I've brought them on because I think chiropractic gets a bad rap. And I think that's because a lot of people don't actually understand chiropractic and don't understand some of the gifts of different modalities that they actually bring into um, their work. And we're going to talk about things like neuroemotional technique today, and uh, especially with that as a focus. And of course, you know, dispelling any fears around adjustments. And, and thinking it's just a neck-cracking exercise. They, they go a lot deeper into helping you on your healing journey or simply just to feel your best self. So I know you're going to enjoy that chat. They have a wonderful practice here in Sydney called Cairo HQ and there are some really great sort of things that unfold, I guess, to maybe make you feel more comfortable about the idea of chiropractic, to really understand what it is, how it can serve people and uh, whether it might be something you want to try out. It's something I've had for, gosh, the better part of 20 years and I absolutely love it. Now, uh, it is April, as you know, it is a month of being supported by the wonderful brand Walida uh, for our show and they're giving us 20% off their whole range with free shipping if your order is just $29.95 or more. Your code is LOTOXLIFE. All the details for their website and everything are in the show notes. So please don't be lazy. Head over there. Click through. Choose yourself a few things. You know, the baby range is just the most beautiful thing in the world. If you've got a friend having a baby soon, uh, you know, what better gift could you give than the low-tox gift to make sure that that gorgeous, new, precious, super, super low-tox little being is uh, being showered in gorgeous uh, low-tox stuff instead of some of the mainstream things that have all sorts of ickies in them. It's a beautiful brand and I just wanted to mention one thing that I love about um, them is they're extremely hard to get UEBT certification. I've popped a link if that's something you're interested in learning more about. Um, But it it has to do with uh, the ethics of doing business. They have over 50 fair trade partnerships around the world and uh, and treat these partnerships really seriously. What can I tell you about that? I'll just pull out a couple of uh, names. Alicante in Spain for organic almonds. Uh, Arequipa in Peru for organic Ritania. Now, Ritania is amazing if you have either dry mouth, the mouthwash is incredible, or ulcers. It's fantastic stuff uh, in their range. Bessarabia in Moldova for organic lavender. And if you're Australian or if you live far away from these places, you're thinking, oh gosh, but the travel miles, you know, that must be a huge carbon footprint. Interestingly, according to literature, scientific literature published on David Suzuki's website, 
about 89 to 90% of something's carbon footprint is actually produced before it leaves the farm gate. So in the grand scheme of things, travel miles are one of the smallest uh, components of a product's footprint. Uh, It's much more about, especially when we're dealing with natural products, how that plant is grown and farmed. And when you're uh, dealing in organics and biodynamics as a leader are, then really we can be super comfortable knowing that we're supporting a brand who's doing the absolute right thing by people with their fair trade commitments and planet with their uh, biodynamic and organic fair trade partners all over the world. So if you get excited by that, I know I do, uh, please do make the most of this month's 20% off and the free shipping over $29.95. As I said, all the details are in the show notes. Let's crack on with today's chat with Gina and Evan. Enjoy. Hello, Gina and Evan. How are you guys? Good. How are you, Alex? Hello. Hello. I am so excited to have not one but two awesome chiropractors chatting to me today. Uh, I am a fan of Gina's work. Obviously, I've seen you as a patient, Gina, and I, I love the way you approach things. But Evan, I haven't had a huge chat to you, but interestingly, um, I've had a couple of people from two totally separate sources say, you have to bring Evan into this chat as well, especially if you're going to talk NET. He's an absolute nut for it and so gifted. So here you are, Evan. You've been recommended and, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we chat about and uncover today. Now, I'd love to start with, I guess, both of you just sharing a little bit about, you know, a lot of people go through school and, and get towards that time where you're choosing your university degree if you're going to go that way and thinking, you know, what is it, how is it that I am going to heal people? Some people choose medicine, some people choose naturopathy. There's so many different modalities of healing that people can choose. Gina, let's start with you. What made you choose chiropractic? I always wanted to do something health medical related, but I was quite ill when I was a kid. I had a lot of um, bronchitis, pneumonia. I was hospitalised quite a bit. So for me, with my own experience, it didn't really give me a solution to my problems. A lot of it was medication, it was injections, it was IV drips, it was really no, there was no dietary advice, there was no lifestyle advice. So that to me, there was, there was a lack there. So when I started looking for what I wanted to do when I was in year 10, I um, had no idea what chiropractic is, but came across it in a, in a careers book and thought, that sounds like what I want to do. And I have not regretted it since, but it's basically another form of healthcare that looks at getting rid of or trying to resolve the cause of a problem rather than just the symptomatic relief. So that's essentially what drew me to chiropractic. Yeah, beautiful. And Evan, how about for you? Um, I, I got it through my dad. Um, funny enough, he when I was around 10 years old, he really had a really severe lower back pain to the point where he was recommended surgery. Um, and it wasn't until family friend actually recommended a chiropractor all those years ago and I used to go with him before he dropped me off at school and I used to see him getting adjusted and and slowly better and on his feet to the point where I was like, what is this this thing that this guy's doing? So I was lucky enough to really when I was 15, 16, really it clicked a switch in me going, I need to do this. I need to find out what this this technique is and how to help people in this way. So I was very lucky enough at age 16, I kind of knew my path, I guess. Until now, it's slowly revolving into something a bit different, if not, um, yeah, specialising in a different type of technique. 
Mm. And, you know, it's it's funny, you, you read things on the internet and you see chat groups and different people recommending people if, you know, like a, a child is unwell or got a sore back or a friend has had a neck problem for years. And I don't understand because I love chiropractic myself and have done for many, many years. I don't get why people think it's dangerous. Can you, like, why do you think it's portrayed as dangerous? Is it is it a case of like like any profession where there are always just going to be a couple of dodgy people in the mix of a huge range of, of, of people doing that work that can sometimes ruin it for everybody? Is, is that what it is? Like, I just don't see the danger. It's so healing. I definitely think that's part of it. But I think it's people just really uninformed what it is. Like a lot of even other practitioners don't really know what chiropractic is. And if you've never been to one, um, you don't you don't you don't have your own experience of what it is and how it can help you. So I think a lot of it is not having the right information. Mm. But I think a lot of people are just heard one or two bad stories, especially about the whole neck cracking thing, and that just turns them off it. And from our point of view, it doesn't have to be all about neck cracking. You can get manual adjustments where you do get a little pop or a click or a release, but there's you know a whole lot of other side of it where you don't have to have that done if that's a real fear for you. So you just need to find the practitioner. That's right for you, I think. But I think, you know, a lot of people will go to one chiro and be turned off. But I often say to people, how many GPs did you go to before you found the right GP? It wasn't the first GP you went to. So I think it's a matter of just finding the practitioner that you gel with that has the same belief system that you have and that you can work together to get healing. That is such a beautiful – I'm so glad you brought that up because – it, I'm such a huge believer in auditioning practitioners. Like you should be sitting there thinking, am I liking this person's vibe? Do I feel like I'm being listened to? Has anything they've done made me feel uncomfortable to the point where I didn't even feel like I could bring that up? Then, you know, those questions need to be answered. And if it doesn't feel right, it's it's not the right person. So that's just such an excellent point that I don't think people can hear enough. A lot of people think, oh, I've got to, you know, everyone said I have to go to a naturopath and I went and it sucked, so I'm not going back. <laughs> it's like, well, that was one person it's like you know choosing a new shampoo that's low tox and you know people try their first non-toxic shampoo and it's horrible maybe it gives them greasy hair after a day and they think oh well I guess I can't use non-toxic shampoo then and it's just as you've said you don't just go to one GP and think oh well that's that's the person if you don't like that experience you go possibly to two three or four before you find someone awesome so great advice. So, and I think you haven't been educated as well. Like I think we've all grew up being educated. You need to go to the dentist. You need to get your teeth cleaned. But no one talks to you about getting your spine checked and your nervous system corrected. And it's a really big issue. And I think we need to be more aware of how important it is that your nervous system and your spine works properly. And I think a lot of people have just been taught, yes, you need your teeth checked, but nothing about the rest of your body. So yes. I think that's key as well. It's, which is insane, isn't it, really, if you think about it? <laughs> Because you can literally get all your teeth pulled out and get a fake set of teeth in. You can't really do that with your nervous system or your spine. So it's it's really key. People yeah. service their cats more than they service their bodies. It's so true. Evan, do you want to expand on that, um, the critical importance of the nervous system and the spine and how how the two how are the two linked? I, I don't think a lot of people would know that. Um, well, the, the nervous system in whole controls everything. Yeah. So there's certain different types of nervous system, but there's part of your brain where it shoots down all the nerves. It goes to every single muscle in the in the body, mm-hmm. and then there's also the branches that go to every single organ in the body. So these nerves control basically everything. And if there's this message or there's this interference with the message of the nerve, 
then it's not going to be running at the capacity as it is. And so therefore, basically, a chiropractor's job is to find where this interference is bead along the spinal canal and doing a gentle manual adjustment or doing a gentle adjustment to kind of clear this interference up. Mm, okay, cool. Um, and, and it's not really like, I guess that speaks to why it's not really about spinal correction because when you bring the nervous system in and that's, you know, controlling everything, that that's pretty huge. But there are like a few different modalities that you guys use in your practice um, and uh, one of them is one that we want to hook into in quite a bit of detail today, which is NET, which you're going to learn about in a sec, folks. But can you talk through the various uh, components that you use to work with your patients? Uh, with neuroemotional technique, with NET? Yeah. So with NET, neuro, which is also called neuroemotional technique, it's based on four key principles. So structure is the first one, which is also the physical structure. And that's why how it can link to chiropractic or it is linked with chiropractic. And so we obviously need to get the spine nice, nice and healthy and aligned. So there's no stress points along that. And then secondly, there's the emotional and the mental side, which I'm sure we'll go deeper into. Mm-hmm. Then there's the toxins and the homeopathic side. So this is a lot to do with if people are smoking or people are drinking if there are toxins within the body and they need additional help to kind of get rid of. And then there's the third is the nutrition aspect. And we know there's been a bigger, bigger push with um, anti-sugar and eating healthy. We know what happens when we don't eat healthy. So this is another aspect of the NET, what they call home run formula. And I strongly believe these four pillars are the step towards wellness and the step towards looking after yourself once you get all these four Four pillars of health managed correctly. Mm, beautiful. And I think the follow-up too will kind of meet the person where they're at. Like some people just want a lot of structural corrections. So that's where some chiropractic techniques are just very structural. And some people will just work on the lower back. Other chiros will do the neck and the lower back. Like we'll do like a whole body technique. And it, you know, it depends on what they need, but also what where the where the patient is at as well. Some some patients aren't at the emotional level or don't want any kind of dietary advice. But then there's other techniques that will look at the dietary aspect, like applied kinesiology and, and other things. So, you know, it's a matter of finding a chiropractor that does some different techniques that kind of hooks into what um, you're looking for as well. If you feel you have more gut issues or more internal issues, then you might be looking for someone that has more of a holistic approach. If you really just have a dodgy left knee and none of the other stuff kind of concerns you, you know, you're looking for more of a sports or a, you know, a physical chiro. So it's, it's a matter of where you're at in your healing journey. And you, you just got to, like I said before, find the chiro that kind of does that. But there, there are so many different chiro techniques. And sometimes they look like completely different, you know, professions. They can be so different. And, and they're all fine. You just need to find the one that works for you. And why would someone uh, be looking for that emotional piece of the puzzle? Like, can you talk to me about NET has been around for, what, 30 years, I believe. So it's it's quite a, a new thing. Can you talk to us about sort of how it came about and how it sort of started to fit into this hitting the home run picture by being much more holistic than simply cracking a, a spine or neck? Yes, well, NET, like you said, was created 30 years ago by uh, an American chiropractor, Dr. Scott Walker, mm-hmm. um, and his wife, Dr. Deb Walker, who's also a chiropractor, and they hold seminars all around the world now, um, hosting many people teaching this technique. And it's based upon a lot to do with the meridian aspect of acupuncture 
and they realized that there was a lot of emotions holding the body, but were not kind of were, was not getting released as well as there was more muscle ache and it, it, people would be getting adjusted and the pain wasn't going away. So they delved into realizing why there was probably more physical pain and uh, more emotional pain, sorry, to these problems. So mm. they came up with this technique, this, this idea of um, NET, I guess. And I think for most of us as well, like, you, you know, we've all had neck pain or back pain. It'll always be worse when you're stressed out, when you're overwhelmed, when you've just had a fight with your partner, when the kids are going crazy. Like, there's no examples of how if you get more tuned into your body, you do realise that your emotional state of mind will physically manifest as symptoms in your body, whether it be uh, actual back pain or, you know, kind of heartburn or gut stuff or just cramping up of your chest or headaches. I mean, they're all symptoms related to our emotional state of mind. So there's very much a connection between the two. And I think if you really believe what's physically going on in your body is just physical or just a structural problem, you're missing a huge component of it because stresses, emotional stresses definitely affect physical pain in our body. Oh, I will believe that 100%. So what can someone expect when they go into a session and you use this neuroemotional technique and you really focus on unlocking some of these emotions and, and unblocking the physiological responses to them? Like how does it actually work? Well, firstly, firstly, the technique is not a counselling session, which is something I always push. So it's not in place of psychotherapists or any of the counsellors out there. It's more to aim to remove the emotional charge of a situation. Mm. So it won't change the, the actual state of what's happening. So, for example, if there's someone with fear of money, they're not going to have the session and walk out and be a millionaire. It's more the, the energy and the emotional charge to the state. So they are okay. It is what it is. And, and not have an emotional attachment to it. So it, what people experience is that kind of feeling, I guess. And it's based on a principle that we commonly experience emotions throughout our life, such as fear, anger, grief. And these are all normal, but they can also negatively affect us, sorry, long after the event has occurred. And these will eventually cause self-sabotaging behaviours, phobias, and other chronic physical conditions. And so this is basically the technique to help identify them and let go of the such of stuck emotion patterns. Like a lot of the times too, people will have an issue with their mother, for instance, and now they've got kind of like mother issues. I'll use that because it's kind of my example. But, um, <laughs> She's not don't, listening. Don't worry, I've checked. But, yeah. but don't really know what it is. You know, you know, I've had, you know, 40 plus years with my mum and sometimes you can pinpoint I'm like, I just don't know. She just drives me crazy. Sometimes having this technique done on you, can help pinpoint that, you know, that emotional, what's really affecting you and when it started. And, and it kind of helps you process it a bit more. And like, like Evan said, it takes the charge off it so it's not as, you know, emotional for you. The problem's still there. It's not going to make them go away, but it helps you deal and process it more effectively. And then when you process it, you can move on and deal with the next drama that's going to happen. I mean, there's, there's always going to be stuff in your life, but it just helps take the energy off it and helps process it and more importantly helps it not affect your body because the more negative you are the more your posture is going to be negative and the more that's going to affect your nervous system so they both keep on coming back and affecting each other so it's it's a way to kind of make you feel better about yourself as well and just have more energy 
to live out your daily life as well. That's such an interesting point. You know, I, I've had NET done to me for years now, I think about 14 years, and I'll never forget it was a colleague uh, in a bar that we were both working in. You know, I'd had repeat neck sort of pain and he said, look, do you mind like things that are a bit out of the box, like a bit woo-woo? <laughs> I was like, what What do you mean? <laughs> and it was it, because back then, you know, holistic therapies are much more widely accepted now. But back then, to sort of stick your arm out and have someone kind of press on it and say, you know, resentment, fear, yada, yada, and then like your arm drops at, at the thing that you pinpoint, I, I just find it amazing every time while I go, I'm resisting you, I'm so not going to drop this out. Oh, God, there it goes, you know. <laughs> and he sends me to to see my NET guy and I've been seeing him ever since and brought you into the mix as well recently, Gina. But what I, I find really interesting is um, that what you said, Gina, about removing the problem from being like an emotional stress attachment to actually taking it outside of yourself and, and then being able to work on it objectively as opposed to having your whole body tense up about the emotion is fascinating to me and it really, really does work. Just going on that point, I mean, it's funny how you try and resist the practitioner. It just goes down and I was just putting that in perspective of that's exactly what the technique is in taps and it taps into your emotional brain, which is our subconscious brain, which we're in 90% of the time. And every decision we make in life is emotionally based. And so the food we eat, the clothes we wear is all emotionally based. And it has to line up with our logic brain, which doesn't operate as often as we want it to be. So sometimes it's like, I'm okay running a marathon, but, you know, there might be an emotional problem or emotional attachment to it that we don't know of, that the subconscious has held onto. And that's where that coherent is. And so therefore clearing that, it becomes steady and the arm stays up, I guess. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to explain to people, too, especially on a podcast where we're just talking. But, you know, it, it, you know, you can do it with, you can be sitting, you can lying down, however the practitioner chooses to do it. You're essentially just doing a muscle test on someone and just resisting someone lightly pressing on your arm, usually on your hand. And the, the, the practitioner will say different words or different phrases and your arm will just drop or it'll say strong. And it does sound a bit woo-woo and it does sound a bit crazy. <laughs> but um, for me personally, I've been doing the muscle test in the kinesiology for probably 16 plus years now. And I wouldn't continue to do something if it was a load of rubbish <laughs> <laughs> because it just works every single time you do it. And, that, and that's the basis of NET as well, using that muscle testing to figure out emotionally what's going on in the body. So, like I said, it's not a counselling session. It's not like you're talking, but the practitioner will say different things and your arm will just either stay strong or it will drop and it will give you – it's just reading your body. We're not – yeah, we're just reading your body's reaction to things and it's really, really fascinating when you get it done, really fascinating. Wow. And you can obviously use it for so many things then where emotions come into play. Evan, maybe you might like to talk about your experience helping people deal with – you know, some mental health challenges, maybe anxiety, uh, maybe even phobias. Can you share a couple of, of, of cases where that person thought, oh, this couldn't possibly help, but it's actually been a revelation for them? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's unbelievable. Like I, I treat people with anxiety to people who have even addictions to a point of an emotional aspect and to people having sweaty hands. And it's, Obviously, we clear it to see if there is not a medical reason behind there. And so we, I have success in all that 
that. Those are great examples that I always use for myself um, that I was done on. And it was uh, a chiropractor did the technique on me when I was 15. And constantly I'd get in the car and literally 10 minutes later, you'd have to be pulled over and I'd vomit. And I'd just get this car sickness constantly throughout every time I get in the car. So the technique went along. I went along to this chiropractor and he did the technique to me. And it resulted back to when I was six years old, I jumped out of the car and the car door slammed on my hand. Mm. And it took mum to run around the car and open the door. And I was in ex- extreme pain. So the, the the emotional brain captures the door closing, that pain in. So every single time I get in the car and the door is closed, my physiological response, my body response to, oh, my God, we're here again, that's mm. that trap feeling. And then it's that sickness feeling. Um, and so he cleared, he cleared it just through tapping on the spine and certain segments that link up to the emotion. And he goes, you're going to put, pull over one more time and vomit. Um, and five minutes down the road, pulled over, had to pull over, vomited. And I, to this day, 16, 17 years later, have never vomited in the car again. So that really, I think, cemented to me as well at that age going, what is this? <laughs> this is an amazing technique. And also really gave me self-awareness of, hold on, there's a lot more going on just the physical aspects that we experience. And I guess you can see that a lot more in today's world as well with a lot with yoga being a lot more popular, which is a form of self-awareness and meditation and people are trying to get out there and try and see what else and how else they can get help. And this is just another form to get help, I guess. Amazing. And, and it really is. You know, it's about what you want to put in your toolbox that actually feels good for you to put in that toolbox. Yes, tell people as well like sometimes don't get so hung up about whether you understand it or whether it makes sense or whether it's too woo-woo like give it a go and if it works for you and you're actually getting results at the end of the day does it matter you know what I mean like sometimes I think people get too caught up in trying to understand everything if you're getting results and you're connecting with the practitioner it's working for you I think don't get bogged down on all the other stuff or people telling you you're crazy what are you doing you're going to a chiropractor getting emotional stuff done if you're getting results and, you know, one or two visits in and you're noticing a change, go with it because that's it's helping you. Absolutely. And that, that's yeah, don't get caught up in whether you understand it or, I mean, you, you should have a basic understanding. I'm not saying not, but people get talked out of things a lot by other family and friends because they don't have an understanding of it. So having it explained to you by your practitioner and then noticing the results and the changes in your body, then just keep on going with it because the first couple of adjustments are just early days. You get a lot more results later on down the track when you're a lot healthier overall, more conscious of everything you're doing in your life. Great point. Very cool. A lot of the time people are going to want to take a piece of a therapy home with them. Is is NET something we need to go to a practitioner for or are there aspects of it that we can actually take home and 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 apply in our day-to-day? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, no. Yeah. <laughs> NET is one of those things you actually need someone to do it. Even us, like, we, you know, I need a, another practitioner to do it on me. It's really not something you can do at home. But a lot of that's to do with the fact you're very biased with yourself as well. You actually need an unbiased person kind of doing it on you and, and helping you with it. So there, there's really not much you can do at home. But it does start you on the journey of, I think, self-awareness and analysing things and rather than reacting so soon to everything just stop for a moment and pause and you know have a think about maybe what was said in your last session and see if that's relevant now and kind of just do some you know whether you meditate at home or you just have some space for some conscious thinking that's that's more what I tell people to do at home and just kind of wait for the next session to unravel a little bit more of it but 
Um, unfortunately, even for us, I can't really do it on myself either. I think we've tried <laughs> a little bits and pieces, but you really need an unbiased person to come along and, and help getting, you know, kind of clear your head and help you see it. In a, in a different way. Oh, 100%. And um, I'm just going to embarrass you now, Evan, and say something <laughs> that you weren't feeling well this morning at all and you guys almost cancelled. But Gina said, hold on, I'm going to adjust him. I'll call you in an hour and let you know whether we'll be on or not. And lo and behold, you were Love and it. you sound Love fine. It. So true. Like when I, I see a lot of kids, I'm, I see a lot of kids in my practice, and a lot of the time you'll get someone cancelling because they're sick and you're like, no, when you're sick is when you need an adjustment and you need to get physically and emotionally balanced to help you get through something. So, you know, and, and we try to practice it where, you know, practice what we're preaching and whenever we're feeling off, we, we always get adjusted. I mean, that's not something we're doing daily, but we definitely check in weekly, if not fortnightly, and get ourselves checked and adjusted to perform our best if we've you know if we've got a race coming up or like even doing half marathons we get adjusted before we do it and if we're feeling off you know if, even if i've got my periods and i'm not quite right or i've got a cold coming on i'll go in and get adjusted it just helps me get stronger and healthier my immune system picks up and i can get over something quicker so it's the first thing you should be doing rather than cancelling or you know not having someone touch you because it definitely helps in in that aspect as well and Today is an example of that, Evan is speaking. Mm. And it's ironic really, isn't it, that we would think to cancel something that's going to help make us, that it, that is a place of healing, that was actually an appointment for healing. It might have been a type of healing that you don't associate with the current issue you're experiencing, like a cold or whatever, but but it actually makes no sense. You go, actually, you know what, I don't want to see someone who might be able to to make me feel stronger today, it's actually quite odd. It is, but you're, you know this as well, Alex. So many times in our life we're living very unconsciously mm. and when you stop for a minute and think about what we're doing and what we've told to do, it really doesn't make much sense, whether it's food or whether it's what we do in our lives, you know, how we sleep, many things. If you really consciously start to ask some questions, there's a lot you're doing that you'll realise really doesn't make sense and why are we doing this? Just because our mother or father or we've been doing it for eons, you need to kind of think what works for you. And it is very individual and there is no one program for everyone or one thing for everyone. It's really a case-by-case analysis of what people need. And some people need a bit more of this and some people need a bit more of that. And the more you get tuned in, and that's what chiropractic does, it helps you get more tuned into your own body. When your nervous system is working better, you have more of an idea about what's going on with your body. So, yeah, definitely getting an adjustment helps you perform better. Mm. And quite often there's a lot of things that you would go to your local GP for that they just send you away and say, get some sleep, get some rest and can't actually do anything for you anyway, which is something where I find chiropractic is a brilliant, like, okay, that's okay. We've ruled out all the, the bad, bad stuff. I'll head to the chiropractor and get myself sorted. And I can't believe the results I have if I feel like I've got a big flu coming on, how incredible a session of chiropractic can help me clear that. I'm shocked by how effective it is because, as you say, it's about realigning, opening up any block channels and making your body function better, which means you're going to be able to fight the thing better. I mean, it just makes sense. And I think it is key what you said before as well, like, you need to get properly checked. You know, if chiropractor can diagnose you and check that everything is okay, and we rule out any kind of medical emergency or where you may need to go to a GP or a hospital or, a, you know, get some other testing or x ray or blood test done, 
once all that nasty stuff is ruled out, there's plenty you can do to make yourself feel better. It's not a matter of just going home and, and doing nothing. There's lots of stuff you can do. There's homeopathics. There's, um, you know, obviously drinking water and rest and modifying your diet. It could be something to do with dairy or gluten. There's lots you can do at home, meditating, going for a walk, you know, grounding yourself on the grass. There are lots of other things you can try to do, but there's a lot of physical treatments you can do as well. Mm. So it's, it's key to realize that we can be active in our healing process rather than just letting it all happen to us. That is just a beautiful way to frame it. I love that. I would love to know, given we're talking about healing and how many things you can do when the advice has maybe been, there's nothing you can do right now. How, like, can you guys just share a couple of anecdotes? I loved your one about the, um, well, no, I didn't love that it had happened to you, Evan, it, it, um, with the head in the car door thing, but I loved the incredible transformation that you experienced. How about personally, you as practitioners, you could maybe share a couple each just to give people an idea of the breadth of issues that come through your door that you're able to help people see some really amazing results with? Okay, well, like I said, I'm a pediatric chiropractor, so I see lots of kids. So for me, especially in this day and age, and, you know, you just didn't see it like 10, 20 years ago. There's a lot of kids that are very stressed. You know, we've got nap plans. Um, there's lots of primary school kids that are just overscheduled, got lots of, you know, there's, there's so much going on in kids and there's a lot of stress. So for me, it really helps that when you do it on children, it's slightly different for me when I do it on children, you're decreasing the charge and taking the stress off kids. So it just emotionally makes kids a lot more settled. So the biggest thing I get from parents saying is they're just calmer, they're not as reactive, they're just, they're easier to deal with. I mean, they'll still have their moments. I'm, I'm not claiming it cures <laughs> crazy children, but one of the biggest things within the first couple of weeks, most parents will say how their kids are just so much calmer, kind of they've like dropped in a notch. So they might still have their behaviours and their actions, but it's just taken the edge off everything and they can kind of talk to them a little bit better and communicate to them a little bit better. And that's when I'd get more into like, you know, looking at their physical structure and their diet and other things that are contributing. But it definitely takes the edge off, you know, the, the general stress of children. So that's where I've seen a lot of results lately with my practice with how stressed out children are well yeah i mean a, a good example that i always i remember is a patient who um wanted to run the half marathon um and he he started running before and he ran the city to surf and he actually felt after the city to surf he actually felt quite ill and sick in the stomach and it was to a point where it was just cramping up and so then he started running again and every single time he didn't want to he couldn't run and he just doesn't know why. His logical brain wants to. He wanted to run, but for some reason he was making excuses. He never, he never went there. He never, yeah, never trained, I guess. And so we did the NET technique on him, and it resulted back to that emotion of hurt, of actual hurt, of after he finished running. And the body's like, well, why are we going to start running again when last time we ran we were really sore and hurt? So we kind of clear that. And and he did the half marathon back in May. And got, he wanted to do it in two hours, and he did it in an hour and 50. That, along with the structure correction that we were doing on him, was mind-blowing for even me to actually think, because he was a long shot of actually doing it, which was great. But I get people in from big CEOs who, who are just even nervous talking to their staff and how, how they feel judged to the people who, who are kids who want to play sport who are told never to play sport again because they've hurt their knee by, by somebody else or what have you. And, you know, like Gina said before, we clear everything negative, all the nasties away, and then we can apply all our techniques to them. I see it a lot too with um, 
uh, probably that's where I met it in my life as well, like a lot of mums, you know, having difficulty dealing with their in-laws and, and things like that. Just And and that would just charge them up. I mean, they're overworked, you know, they're, they're trying to work full-time, raise kids, and they've got in-laws to deal with. And a lot of times you'll just settle the charge on that and it makes it easier for their life as well. Um, also food stuff, I, mean, I do a lot with food when people – you know, constantly get into bad habits with food and we know what we should be eating, we know we should be exercising, yet people will, you know, go on a diet, which I hate, but, you know, go on a kind of healthy eating and it'll last a few days, a few weeks and they drop off it again. So that really helps them give them the clarity. Why aren't they following through? Why are they dropping off it? And it's quite often linked to something in their past where, you know, someone's told them they were overweight, usually, you know, a parent or someone, and, and they've got issues with that. And until they clear that, emotional stuff they're, they're always going to have issue with what they're eating and their weight or how they're dealing with people so a lot of this stuff just stirs up stuff from our past so we really need to kind of pinpoint and figure out what's happening but I do, I do notice a lot with you know women and trying to balance workforce and home and it just like I said takes the charge off things and they can just manage their crazy life a little bit better when they, they've got a bit more perspective on things. Beautiful I'd love to hear I guess to finish off from each of you about if you had to just think of one or two things that you would love your patients to do in their own time outside of coming to see you that would give them the biggest impact on their health, what would you choose? I would, I would say 10 to 20 minutes of meditation a day. <laughs> That's more. <laughs> <laughs> Copycat. Yeah. <laughs> Even if meditation scares you and the, the word scares you, it's 10, 20 minutes going to find your favourite place, be it the beach, park, what have you, and just sit. This is one of the major reasons why these techniques have to come up because gone are the days where we have time to process everything. We're always on the go. We have to do everything at every hour. So we don't actually process what's happened in the day. So this is the key aspect. Um, you read as many books as you want and the key underlining word is meditation. So that's what I would recommend. Wow, beautiful. Sorry, yeah. you, know? you stole my <laughs> one because that's what I was going to say too. But I went in a slightly different way coming from a mum's perspective. Just even just five minutes at the end of a day when the kids are in bed, you know, hubby someone else, just being by yourself without anyone demanding anything from you and just sitting in silence, like total silence, where you can just try to quiet down. I think we're just too rushed and too busy, and we're all caught up in that. And I just think just start with five minutes. Don't call it meditating because that freaks people out. Just, you know, sit in your bedroom, shut the door. If it has to be in the bathroom, and you know, shut the door and just spend five minutes just sitting in silence and see what comes up and just realise how crazy it is in our heads. And then just try to get some quiet for that. And, and extending that one step further, even just looking at your schedule for the day or the week and cut out things. Like we are so overcommitted. I really think you need to either cut some things out and realise they're not a priority, you know, whether it's not clean the house as often. And, you know, there, there are things that we do way too often or do some shopping online and get it delivered. But basically cut what you can out of your life. And another great little thing I, I tell people to do as well is, if you had a day off or a week off, what would you be doing? And people write down their five things that they would be doing. And then you look at the actual life or the day you're living and those five things are not even in your life. So, you know, you might love reading the paper in the morning, you know, going to grab a cup of coffee, having a little, you know, read in the afternoon on the deck. And then you look at your week or your month and you never do any of that. So it's a real, it's not congruent. So we need to look at 
you know, some of the things we love doing and kind of try to put that in our lives because so many people don't do what they love from work to the relationship into many things. So I would try sneaking more things into your life that you love doing daily if you can. Yeah. That, five minutes. Five minutes, <laughs> five minutes is achievable. If you don't have five minutes in your day, there are some major, <laughs> major things going on. Yeah. So you can five minutes no matter how many kids you've got or how busy it is, you can find five minutes. It's so true. I love that old Chinese proverb, if you don't have 20 minutes, take an hour. Because it's, yeah, so, so good. Well, it sounds like to me, I think the challenge we might set people today who are listening is to think about what you would do if you had a week off, list your top five things that you would be doing in that week off with zero commitments of laundry, cleaning houses, anything like pure joy stuff that you would absolutely put into that week and then challenge yourself to put at least two of those into your next week somewhere. I think that is brilliant. I'm totally going to be doing that myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much, guys, for your time, for letting us into the world of chiropractic and, and seeing that it's not just about getting a simple neck crack, but it can be this incredible holistic offering Uh, depending on the practitioner that you see where all of these extra uh, layers are added into helping us feel our best selves. I really appreciate both of your time. That's okay. Can I just say one more quick thing, Alex? Of course you can. If you try to find someone, you know, look at their website and just ring them and just give them a call before you even venture in and spend some money. Chat to the chiro for a couple of minutes on the phone. And just, and just get a feel for them. And that, that's a safe way where you can have a couple of minutes chat on the phone. They'll, they'll get back to you during their lunch break, break or after work and just get a feel over the phone and then go, yeah, this sounds like the right person. And, you know, shop around a bit. You can't just open up you know, Google and find the first Cairo there. Like just ring a few people and find a good match for you and then go from there. That's what I would suggest all people start doing. I love that advice. Evan, any last words of wisdom? I don't want Gina to feel like she gets the last word every time for you guys. <laughs> just, 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 I mean, yeah, just, just try and ignore all those those myths and those rumors that you would have heard, I guess, and just um, give it a try. I guess it's it's mainly fear that's holding a lot of people back, and it's not it's not it's a harmless technique. So and give it one more, you know, not just one adjustment. <laughs> you have to try a few of them. You can't just have one adjustment and just make you know what I mean and just write it off if it didn't have the amazing results you expected. You know, it takes a series of adjustments to get you where you want to be. It's, you know, it took you a few years to get there. It's not going to take one 15-minute session to cure you of everything that's happened in your life. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> and, and don't you love, Evan, how Gina got the last word in there anyway? <laughs> Always, Every single We've just been given a window into your work life as a team. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I look forward to popping in soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. Check out the show notes at lowtoxlife.com forward slash podcast. And if you wanted to maybe share a quote and something that really jumped out for you, you can find us on Instagram at lowtoxlife or simply hashtag lowtoxlife across social media. I absolutely love bringing you the show. Thank you for any of the star ratings or one-line reviews that you guys have left. It helps me know what you've been loving and what you'd love to see more of. I'll see you next week.
Podcast.